You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hey girls, welcome to episode 43 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls and I am thrilled you are here. I've received several emails from girls asking me to talk about puberty and I think it's a great idea. Since there's so much to discuss about puberty, I'll break it up over a few episodes. Some kids and adults are hesitant to talk about puberty, so I hope that these episodes help you feel more comfortable having conversations about it. That's my goal. This isn't meant to replace health and development education. I am not, nor do I claim to be a medical professional. And I encourage you to further educate yourself through trusted sources like books, reputable websites, doctors, etc., I will use medically accurate terms and link fact sources in my show notes. All right, you ready? First, what is puberty? Puberty is when your body starts changing from being a kid to being a teen to eventually being grown up. Puberty typically starts uh, between ages 8 and 14, but everybody starts puberty at different times progresses at different rates, and changes in different ways. Puberty begins when your body is ready. But you might not notice exactly when you start puberty because the first changes are ones you can't see. Your pituitary gland, which looks like a tiny ball right under your brain, it signals your body that it's time to start changing by releasing hormones through your body. Hormones They're chemical messengers. They share different different information and things with your body to help it do things. So your ovaries start creating a new hormone called estrogen, and that creates multiple changes in your body during puberty. So I want to start talking about these multiple changes. We'll do a few during this episode and then others in subsequent episodes. First, let's talk about growth, all right? You've heard of a growth spurt. During a growth spurt, your body grows really quickly in a short period of time. Usually growth spurts last uh, just like a few years. And this growth happens with your height, uh, your arm length, your legs, your feet, and your hands. Your clothes may suddenly be too short or your shoes may be too small. This happened to, to me multiple times. When I started sixth grade, I was five feet tall. And a few years later, when I started high school, I was five foot 10. Big change. Your body will move differently after a growth spurt, sometimes a little clumsy as it relearns how to carry itself. That's okay. Growth spurts take some adjusting and might feel awkward, but we all do. And you'll get used to it. You might notice you sometimes smell different, like after exercise. And that's because your sweat glands are more active and they release different smelling chemicals. This smell is sometimes called body odor or BO. Sometimes you might smell it coming from your armpits, your feet, 
or your genitals or privates. It stinks and it's totally normal. The best ways to deal with body odor are first keep yourself clean by washing yourself with soap every day, especially after being active. Change out of stinky clothes and into clean clothes and remember to wash the stinky clothes or your room might start to smell too. You can also wear deodorant and or antiperspirant. They work differently. Deodorant helps cover up the body odor smell and antiperspirant helps you sweat less. They come in cream sticks, gels, and sprays, and they have different scents as well. So try a few to find what works best for you. Now let's talk about hair. Your hair is going to change. Uh, It's going to thicken. It might even change texture going from straight to curly or vice versa. Every single strand of hair also has a sebaceous or oil gland. And during puberty, these glands produce extra oil, which is why sometimes your hair may look a little greasy after a day. And if that bothers you, you could give your roots an extra shampoo when you wash your hair, or you could use dry shampoo to stretch your hair in between washes. And we'll also discuss body hair in the next episode. Now let's talk about your skin. Your skin may start behaving differently, particularly on your face. It's just just those hormones again, this time making more oil in your pores, which causes acne. When pores get clogged, they form different kinds of pimples, like red bumps, blackheads, whiteheads, etc. You may notice pimples flare up around the same time as your menstrual cycle or period which is another episode's topic. You can also get pimples on your chest, your back, your shoulders, and upper arms. So what should you do and what should you not do about your skin and acne? I know it's tempting, but don't pick at or pop them, okay? Because that can transfer bacteria from your fingers onto your face. It can further irritate your skin. It could damage your skin from your nails digging in, or it can cause scarring from too much pressure when squeezing. So protect your pores. Don't touch your face. Don't touch it. And clean your phone or glasses frequently to prevent bacteria from getting in your pores too. If you have to, use a tissue or wash your hands first if you must touch your face. Also, try to keep your hair off your skin so dirt and oil don't transfer to your pores. And note that tight clothes, headbands, and hats can trap dirt and oil on your skin. If you wear makeup, use makeup products that state they are non-comedogenic, which means they won't clog your pores. And don't sleep in your makeup. Morning and night, wash your face and body acne, if you have it, with a gentle cleanser. Your skin is not like dishes. Scrubbing actually irritates it and makes things worse. You can also apply lotion after cleansing. And store-bought products with ingredients like benzoyl peroxide, retinoids, or salicylic acid can be helpful. But be aware that at first they may make your skin red, dry, or sensitive. You can also talk to a dermatologist, a skin doctor, to see if they can recommend treatments for you. And finally, drink plenty of water. Staying hydrated benefits your whole body. 
that's a lot of changes and we have a lot more to discuss. Puberty is going to happen to everyone at some point. So don't make fun of people, okay? Have compassion for them as well as yourself. Puberty is a part of life. So accept it. It won't last forever. And there are lots of people who can help you through it. In the next episode, we'll cover more puberty changes like shape, including weight and breast development, body hair, and emotions. And then we'll discuss menstrual cycles, aka periods. If you have questions about what we covered in this episode or for future topics, you can send an email, tweens get the okay from your parents, to hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And again, I encourage you to further educate yourself through trusted sources like books, reputable websites, doctors, etc. You may also want to check out the uh, American Girl series they have of The Care and Keeping of You. Um, volume one is for younger girls. It's the body book for younger girls. And volume two is the body book for older girls. I'm also planning an event here in Las Vegas in November. It's called the What's Next Workshop, kind of like a puberty party for girls and their trusted adult. So if you want more info on that, be sure to get on the email list. You can subscribe at empowerfulgirls.com. And if you have social media already, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Girls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I am on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 43 of the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.